BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. All right, you guys, I have to tell you about Buffy. And no, I am not talking about the Vampire Slayer, though this Buffy might help you slay a solid night's sleep. So I get home the other night. I have this box at my door, and it says Buffy on it. And I'm, like, so excited to open it. It is the softest comforter I've ever had on my bed, and it is amazing. They are better for you for the earth. They use skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric and fluffy fill made from 100% recycled water bottles. This comforter has over 11,000 reviews and customers like me agree that it's the softest, fluffiest comforter they've ever had. And it's like the brightest white. It literally just like brightens up my bed in my room. It's amazing. You guys watch Vanderpump Rules. You'll see it. It is also made from plant-based fabric. It is ultra breathable to keep you at a comfortable temperature all year round. So no matter if it's summer or winter, it's perfect. The outside shell is 100% eucalyptus fiber, a unique material that's softer than cotton and naturally soothes skin. This comforter is also hypoallergenic. Buffy's thoughtful materials and construction shuts out dust, mold, and mites, preventing nighttime breathing of harmful allergens. The inside fill of each comforter is made from 100% recycled BPA-free water bottles that are transformed and given a second life as a soft, fluffy fiber. It feels even softer than down while keeping approximately 50 bottles out of landfills and oceans. So you're comfy and you're saving the earth, you guys. Buffy believes bedding is personal, so they offer a complimentary trial. Try a comforter in your own home for 30 days, and if you don't love it, like I do, then you can return it for free. I'm not returning mine. I am keeping it. And right now, for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter Sheena. You are going to love this comforter just like I love mine. And again, that's Buffy.co. Enter code Sheena for $20 off your Buffy comforter. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right, so we have taken Shenanigans on the road, you guys. Janet and I are here in Nashville with former Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow. Hello. How are you? Oh, happy to be here. Are you Are you happy to switch chairs? Yes. Okay. I'm so happy to be in the hot seat right now. So I literally just did Caitlin's podcast, and now she is here on Shenanigans doing mine because I had a lot of questions. That Good thing I was so nice to you. Yeah, You have I to know. take it easy on me now. Otherwise, I would have been like, okay, well, we're just going to Yeah, you're just going to grill one. me. <laughs> no, you were I think one of the best bachelorettes like most entertaining just like I felt like I this this might sound like conceited but I'm like I felt like you are someone like I relate to the most like as a bachelor I'm like okay this girl and I like could be friends yeah yeah. I just yeah so I'll take that as a compliment absolutely yeah but I'm not gonna be like I'm awesome and so I think you're awesome I'll say it you're awesome (laughs) you guys are both awesome awesome. I'll say it neither of you have to be conceited (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
So I want to start with a quick game of shag, Mary. Kill. Okay, I love All right. it. Colton. Oh boy. Ben Higgins. Oh boy. Nick Vile. Oh. <laughs> okay. Shag Colton, take the V card. <laughs> Marry Ben because he's a sweetheart, and kill Nick because he's a douche canoe. Okay, so I have seen him around L.A. Yeah. so many times. He knows who I am. Yeah. We've met multiple times. Yeah. He's such a socially awkward yeah. weirdo. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Maybe maybe douche canoe is a mean word, but also there, like, there's things I can, I can have reason to call him that. But yeah. he is just socially awkward. Like, and, and he'll admit that. He really is. Yeah. So I was at um, Love Actually did a live show for the month of December in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, in Beverly Hills. And it was so cool because they had like acting, but then they would play a scene from the movie. Then they would like continue the scene on stage. It was like really oh, cool. cool. So one of my best guy friends and I are there and I look back and because it was like all throughout like the audience too, like they were using like the staircases for like certain parts of the show. Yeah. And so all of a sudden we see like there's this one part of the show going on over here. And there's like a spotlight on the character doing the scene. And Nick is sitting like right there, like clamming up because he's like was in the spotlight accidentally just because that's where the <laughs> actor was. And Why was he even near the spotlight? It was just he was sitting in the aisle. Oh, okay, okay. And so that's oh, okay, where the okay. spotlight happened to be. But yeah. I think he was so uncomfortable because he was there by himself. Uh-uh. And that made me feel so bad for him because I was like, oh. you're at Love Actually Live and you're by yourself. And like you're sitting in the worst spot that they keep doing these scenes in. Oh, that kind of do- oh, that kind of does make me go. So oh. I was nice. Yeah. During intermission, I went up, like reintroduced myself for like the fourth time. Yeah. Invited him to get like a drink with us. Yeah. And he was just so awkward and was like, oh, I'm, I'm good. And I was like, okay, I give up. Like, I've met yeah, you like four times. You gotta give like, up at that point. Trying to be cool. But you got to give up at that point. Yeah, but I, I felt bad for him because I'm like, especially with like Love Actually Love. It's not like Hamilton or Wicked <laughs> or something like not like love related. Yeah. And I'm well, like. he's kind of like a softy. Yeah, but I was like, did he get stood up? Like the seat next oh. to him was empty. And you're sure <laughs> he was there alone. You're sure. A hundred percent he was there. Like, and the seat next to him was empty. You no, know, like Brad and I kept looking back and we're like, nope, he's still there by himself. But I mean, if he went by himself huh. and somebody stood him up, do you think he'd stay? That was the thing. I don't know. I mean, it was a really good show. Like, like maybe he's like, yeah, oh. we had really great seats. I'm not missing this just because you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but I was like, or maybe, maybe he had a friend in the show. Maybe he just went to support. Right. I don't know. But I was like, I just felt so bad that he's. I mean, he's either socially awkward or super confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I I think the first. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to say the first. Definitely. <laughs> okay. So. Um, oh, one thing I just wanted to ask you before yeah. I forget. Um, do you do Cameo? What's you haven't cameo? signed up for this yet, right? Okay. So um, Janet's going to start working for the company yeah, soon. they're awesome. It is the app where you do shout outs. So like you set your price, fans pay for videos yeah. and like give you like a little script. Like, can you wish my best friend a happy 32nd birthday and tell mm. her like things are going to get better, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you do these videos. And what I do is I donate a portion of all of mine to charity cool. that I do. But the guys at Cameo saw on my Instagram today that you were going to be doing my show. And they're like, oh, my God. They go, literally, I have a screenshot of all of these requests that have come in for you. That oh, if really? you sign up for it, like, you're already going to have money in the bank. because Oh, you make all of- money from mm-hmm. people? Yeah. From so that's giving what, people shout outs? Yeah. So-, so that's why I donate a lot of it to charity because it's yeah. like I feel bad making fans right, pay for right. something. But it's such an amazing app because it's a direct way to contact a celebrity or a public figure without trying to, like, DM them or, like, oh. you know. So it's like I literally. That's a cool concept. You make people's days. Yeah. It's like. Watch the reaction videos. When people oh get my God, them, they're, they're like, amazing. oh, my God. They're, like, fanning Aww. their face, like, crying. Like, they're like, Aww. I can't. Yeah, but there have been so many requests for you specifically. Like, we need to get Caitlin on Cameo. So I was like, I will talk to her about this. Okay. So if it is something you'd want to do, we'll talk about it after. But you know some people. Okay, that's cool. I like (laughs) that concept. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. Okay. How long have you lived in Nashville now? Did Sean live here? Is that why you moved here? Yes. So Sean lived here. I always, like, had this idea of... Love. I didn't. I n- had never been in Nashville before. Yeah. But I always had this idea of like living in a country city. Mm-hmm. I love country music. Always have. Um. I like that it's a big city, but it's still like a small town feel. And so I mo- I moved here in in five days. Fell in love. And then, uh, yeah. My sister had told me actually before I moved to Nashville. She's like, you would love it. That's your kind of place. 
country music the, all the people are like i always thought i was supposed to be either southern or italian <laughs> like those are the two i'm like i was supposed to have a southern accent or i was supposed to be italian one of the two yeah and so i just felt right at home here i love it yeah this is my first time here i can't I believe this is you. your first time i know and it's literally been like top five cities on my bucket list like forever in yeah. america that i wanted to go to you have to go honky tonking tonight yeah we need to go to broadway while we're yeah. here oh no 100 percent. that's why yeah, I'm, ex- I'm extending the trip till saturday because i'm yeah. like tonight work dinner i have an early day tomorrow i'm doing the pickler and ben show yeah. so then after that like we have all of thursday thursday night friday friday night oh all yes. day saturday Get it. I just was like, if this is the first time I'm going and like, you got to do it right. It is work related. I'm like, I'm going to spend some extra and stay longer so I can really enjoy the city. Yes. And also another place on my bucket list that I want to talk to you about is Boston. Literally Nashville and Boston are the two top cities that I've been wanting to go to. Boston is the best. Was that your first time there? No, I've been there a few times, but this time I really did it right. Uh, And you have to stay at the Boston Harbor Hotel. Oh, I've heard that actually. It was stupid. Yeah. Stupid nice. Okay. So tell me, like, what is it about that city? I don't know. I feel like it's a very young energy. Like, everybody likes to have a good time. People are just so happy there. Yeah. They're aggressive, but they're happy. Like, you don't know if at first you're like, are you yelling at me or are we like having yeah. a good conversation? <laughs> I don't know. But they're all just, they want to converse. They all like to drink. They all like to have fun. It's a prideful they're, city. Yes. People they're very really passionate. Happy about being from there. Everybody's yes. like yeah. Boston strong. Like, yes. Yeah. Very passionate people who want to converse and just have a good time. I love that. Yeah. And they've got a lot of good restaurants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So definitely this year, I was just telling Janet earlier, I said I'm going like Fenway. Also, I played baseball growing up. I was the only girl on the all boys baseball team. Really? And I played on the Cubs. So like Wrigley was like the one stadium I always wanted to go to. Went to a game there, had dugout seats. It was amazing. Wow. But I've always wanted to go to Fenway. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to go to like a Red Sox Yankees game or something. Janet's like, you should go for a concert instead. I'm like, no, I'm a sports fan. I want to go to a baseball game. I don't care about sports. So I went, I saw Tom Petty at Fenway and it was uh, the most amazing show ever. ever. You know what you should go to in Boston? Off the Vine Live. I'm doing a, I'm wait, doing a live what? show in Boston. Oh, when? amazing. Wait, you should totally come be my guest there. That would be so fun. That would be fun. Uh, it's going to be, we haven't decided exact dates yet, but okay. I believe it's going to be March either like 28th, 29th, or 30th. That works perfect. Yeah. Today. Well, wait, nope. We're shooting the reunion around oh, then. Can't God. say what day, but it's in those. Do you guys have a live audience for that? Can I? No, thank God. Damn it. I wish. That'd be amazing. No, no. This is like a 14 hour day. Whoa. Like closed set, like Whoa. network only. Like I can't even have my hair and makeup people there. You can't? No. What like, do you do? <laughs> I, they have people there for touch ups, but oh, yeah, like yeah. I go, I get my hair and makeup done, okay, and then they, they have people there for touch ups. But okay. like it is such wow, a close intense set. Wow. Yeah. So maybe if it works out, though. Like, okay. Well, we'll keep in touch. Yes. We'll keep if touch. the dates change. Yeah. But um, I flew to Iceland in October. <gasps> you did. It was amazing. The best. But we had a layover in Boston. Yeah. And the flights were so delayed because of weather in Boston that we didn't oh. think we were going to make it to Iceland on our flight. And we were going to have to wait a whole, like, I think it was, like, almost, like, 24 hours to get on another flight because there was nothing else coming. And they're like, we're in L.A. And they're like, do you just want to go home and come back tomorrow? And I'm like, no, I'm going to fly to Boston when I can get there and try at least get closer to Iceland. Yeah, yeah. And then we were realizing it was, like, around playoffs time. Yeah. And Adam and I were like, this wouldn't be the worst thing if we got stuck. Like, we're missing the Blue Lagoon, but we can figure that out. Right. But, like, this wouldn't be the worst thing if we're stuck in Boston during the playoffs. Yeah. Like... And we ended up making the flight. Oh. And, we, and so well, I the was Blue like, Lagoon is worth yes. it. But. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I was like, we got like so in Your our options heads. were great. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, we had friends there. Yeah. And we're like, you know, like we were getting pumped up for Boston. Yeah. And then we made our flight and we're like, I mean, amazing. Yeah. But so I was like, like, damn it. I guess we'll go to Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> So we're both huge baseball fans, and yeah. like we're going to a game at Fenway yeah. next well, baseball season. You know what? You can't. There's not many times you can just hop on a plane and go to the Blue Lagoon, but you can hop on a plane and go to the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but Iceland was amazing. Have uh, you been? Yes, it's one of my favorite places I've ever Same. ever been. Just. It- amazing so um unique like yeah. magical and i went around christmas time too nice. so it was like 
even more magical. Did you see the Northern Lights? Yes. Oh my God. So cool. It's like a dancing light show. Okay. So I grew up in Alberta in Canada and we actually saw, you oh, can see the Northern Lights yeah. there. So I was like, well, no, I'm just kidding. I still was like, <laughs> I was even. Well, it's like the Hollywood sign for me. I'm like, right. I've seen this show my whole life. But Boring. I mean, yeah, the, the Northern Lights, there's just something about them that's, yeah. I, I don't know. You don't like, even if I grew, I grew up seeing them and I still was blown away. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, oh, it was like such an I incredible know. trip. We um, ended up like, obviously you fly into Reykjavik or whatever. We did yeah. the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And then um, we drove the entire island. Yeah. Yeah. We did too. Yeah. So, because you can. Uh-huh. And the horses. Yeah. The horses. Oh my are God. So there were like so many like sheep everywhere. Yeah. It, it's just like a magical, like you, you don't think that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. And then you just feel like, well, I was going to say, it feels like you're in a whole nother land. You kind of yeah. are. Yeah. A whole nother land. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's on my bucket list once we're back from all of our trips yeah, because then Sydney and everything else. We're going oh, to yes. Denver from here uh-huh. on Sunday. Yeah. And then we're back in LA for three days. And then we go to Sydney and then we go to New Zealand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Either. No. I'm so excited. Those two are on so my list. Yeah. yeah. That's top of my like other places outside yes. of America. Are you go. going for fun? Um, so I have a day of press. Uh, yeah. Bravo shows are very popular in Australia. No way. Yeah. So really? I'm meeting with the networks out there and oh, doing cool. a full press day. That's cool. And then the rest is just like photo shoots and fun. Our friend Courtney coming deal. with us yeah. is a professional photographer. So it's three so. of us. It's Sheena and I and a professional photographer yeah. who's also like a really good friend. Yeah. So you're going to get some terrible content. I know. She's like, yeah. just wait to see your Instagram. It's, it's going to be, be lit. lit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was me in Iceland. I was yes. like, this is going to be great. Yeah. I um, pretty much was trying to copy Olivia Caridi's trip. Yes. Because yes, I was like, me too. like, oh my God, the Rainbow Road. I was like, yeah. we have to go yeah. to this place. Like Stunning. that was like one of the things. And then I wanted to do the Bubble Hotel. Oh, uh, we tried. But we tried and they only had two available and we yeah. were with a group. And yeah. I felt like an asshole if I, I was like, Oh, well, I'm going to do this and yeah. see you guys tomorrow. What when is the bubble hotel? Oh, it's stupid. It's literally like you're, it's like a, like a tent, but it's a bubble. So it's like clear. Oh. It's a hotel and you see like the Northern lights yeah. from the bubble, but cool. you're sleeping in it. I'll show I've you seen photos. this on Instagram. Yeah. It's okay. Amazing. That's Iceland was never a thing until like Instagram all of a sudden made Iceland cool. I think the Kardashians went there, and then oh, everyone was they? like, oh, we gotta yeah. go. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. I feel it. like Thailand was like that, too. Anytime the Kardashians go anywhere, everybody has yeah, to go. Yeah, will do it. But I felt like last year, like, Iceland became, like, the cool place to go to. Yeah, yeah it really was. Yeah. but It's because it's Instagram-worthy. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing with the Northern Lights, it's like, no matter what camera you have, like, you can't capture no, you can't. that at all. So it was like, everyone... Which is great, because you have to be in the moment. Totally. Yeah. And that's what everyone said. They're like, don't try and, like document it all just like literally sit back and yeah. just like enjoy the moment and then just google pictures of the northern yes. lights <laughs> and save to camera roll exactly yeah, yeah. but That's yeah what I did. that was such a cool trip so yes. i'm excited for australia new zealand oh you should so be so excited yes i have an option to go soon and i'm gonna take it absolutely september i think yeah yeah you definitely should mm-hmm Okay, so I want to talk about your new boyfriend. Yeah, it feels so weird to say boyfriend after fiance. Right? Oh. Yeah. Imagine yeah. going from husband Actually, to boyfriend. Yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. <laughs> you can probably relate. We're both divorced. Oh, both. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we yeah. went from husband. boyfriend to fiance to husband like to boyfriend back 10 years. to uh-huh. single. Yeah. <laughs> single to me sounds like more boyfriend to me. I don't know. Boyfriend just sounds so immature mm-hmm. yeah like i'm like i'm a boyfriend it's like carrie bradshaw when she's like i'm gonna call you my man friend yeah that's uh-huh. what i want to do uh-huh. yeah that's that could be a confession of mine i've ugh, i can't get in a sex yeah i city. feel like it'll be so what? weird I you can't. can't get into it no i've i've never watched it religiously what yeah. no you I've, guys are crazy i never it's watched it until recently i put it on my sister was like you have to and they're like oh you, you're gonna binge watch and be in love i put on two episodes and i was like eh uh, well, it is. It's a little outdated now, and sometimes there's some stuff, the and problem. it's a little bit sexist. That's, actually, that's yeah. the problem. And I'm like, oh, but I mean, you have to imagine like two, the early 2000s. It was. It was a long time yeah. ago, like yeah. a breakthrough. Yeah, I guess I'm. It's past the time yeah. for me. I saw the movies, but I was never like a regular yeah. watching the shows. Me too. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to my boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so how did you guys meet? 
uh, on my podcast, actually. Oh, okay, wait, no, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. It was, that that gives me hope. I've gone on some dates with my podcast guests, but they just haven't. Been I will enough. give you hope here, okay? Because I thought I was dead after that relationship with Sean. Like I was like, I won't recover from this. Mm-hmm. I'm so heartbroken. He made the decision, you know, like he was the one that didn't want to be in the relationship. He couldn't get to the same place I was. And I was devastated. And I was like, well, I'll never love anyone like I loved him. I'll never find anyone. We'll never have that connection. So like, and I'm 33. So good thing I froze my eggs because Mm -hmm. like it's going to be a while. And then that was, I mean, our relationship really started fading and, and struggling in the summer and maybe even before but the summer was when we really were like this this is tough and so by the time um we we decided to fully break up in September but it had been rough for a while um then we then we ended things like to the world I guess first first two days of November but we'd been I mean I came home from Italy in September 1st and that's when we were like this isn't going to work. Like yeah. we, we had time apart because we weren't doing well. Um, it's, it's been tough. And so I, I had this mindset of not meeting someone. So it was end of October, like October 25th, 26th ish weekend when I was in Seattle and I was going to visit one of my best friends. And I remember crying on my way to the podcast because I was just sad. And I got into the podcast and he walks in and he's all pumped because he's like this high energy, happy go lucky guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I just cried my whole way here. I'm having a really tough day. He didn't know anything yet. Yeah. And um, and so he was like, oh, like I I actually had a tough day, too, and, and cried earlier so we can like have a, a soft Tuesday together podcasting. And I was like, Aww. I was like, what a great guy. <sighs> Um, I love that. So, so yeah, nobody had known we had been broken up yet. So when when I met him, it still wasn't like I podcasted with him for an hour, and I still didn't leave going. Oh, I'm attracted to him. I really like him. I was like, man, whoever gets that guy is so lucky. Yeah, Aww. like that's how I felt. And I was like, he would have been a great bachelor. Whoever dates that guy is so lucky. And I left. And then eventually, I sent him photos of us from the podcast. So we started talking in early November. And that's when the news came out. So he was like apologetic and he was very sweet. But then he started sending me pictures of other girls. What? Why? Yeah. Um, he sent me a photo of a girl who I, I'm not going to name her name. Not in the bachelor world, not in your world. No one. I don't even know if you'd know her. Um, and he sent a photo and he goes, this girl keeps reaching out. Do you think like, do you know anything about her? Or should I? And I was like. Oh, okay. I'm like, well, I guess I never put out vibes of like, you know, I'm a very bro-y girl. Yeah. I banter. I can hang. I told him he re- reminded me of like my hockey buddies. So we we just like bantered. So I'm like, I guess I didn't really put out a vibe. He was probably like, this girl's super heartbroken. She's giving me bro vibes. I'm going to throw this out and see if yeah. she like what she says about it. And I kind of was like, eh, I think you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> and better it, like me yeah yeah yeah. and i just we kept like having a, and then we just eventually found ourselves talking every night and then we were in uh, new york at the same time met up for a drink with a bunch of friends and that's when i was like okay i actually think i like this guy which is wild for me because i didn't see this coming but i mean who's to say what timeline i should be on for yeah for making myself happy but it's, it's- yeah really cute that you guys have your first podcast like on record like that's so sweet and there's certain things now that we pick up on where i'm like we are so compatible like listening back it 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 makes sense yeah yeah it is cute yeah. Who should we get on shenanigans? I know. Next. I was like, look, there's hope <laughs> <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> totally. But yeah. you can't plan it. No. It's just got to happen. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, did you ever see yourself dating bachelor? someone no. in the bachelor world? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know what my, um if that was ego or something. I don't yeah. know what, what mindset I was in there with saying that. But I told all my friends, there's no way I would date. I would never go on Bachelor in Paradise. I would never date in the Bachelor franchise. I wouldn't want anyone on reality TV. I just want somebody who's like a good old fashioned like country boy who has a dog and a truck and like makes a good living and doesn't have Instagram. Like that was like what I said I wanted. Yeah. And then when I sat down with my girlfriend, we kind of made a vision board of what I wanted out of my life, out of a partner, out of career, everything. And I started looking. I'm like, oh, weird. These are things I want out of a guy. And it was you know, to- like loyalty, family man, um, someone who just like rolled out the red carpet for me every day, but also let me have my space and was like 
you know, it doesn't take a woman to be a feminist. I want a guy to be a bit of a feminist and, and empower women. And, and I had all these things written down. And then now looking back, I'm like, I would have been happy with 60% of those boxes being checked. And Jason's like, all of them. That's amazing. Except that he was on The Bachelor, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I can't I can't hold that against him. You can forgive that one thing if he I'll checks forgive, everything yeah, else. Yeah, I'll forgive that one thing because, I mean, he's not like one of those guys that just like eats up the the reality tv fame and he understands that he's got a he's got like his job that he had to go back to and he knows it's like like for you it's it's a career yeah for bachelor people it's like you know you go on and then you it you can kind of make a career out of it depending on who you are but a lot of times it's tough for guys to come out of the show and really build like an instagram career Mm, and he's got a you know he's a vp of a bank and he's he loves what he does so so he does not live out here, correct? No, he lives in Seattle. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Bit I don't of, know. Why did I think he was there. from Florida? No, no. No. He's from Buffalo. Oh, okay. Buffalo. Yeah. That's, I, East Coast somewhere. Yeah, Buffalo. Gotcha. He's, he's definitely from Buffalo. <laughs> oh, no. I think I'm thinking of maybe who Desiree ended up with. I feel like, I don't know. There was who? Some on Desiree season. Oh, um, I remember just one of the guys, like one of the last like few guys standing was like from Florida. Yeah. See, they all mesh together. They after, do. You know, I they know. really do. Yeah. I get them mixed up. Yeah. Um, who out of like the bachelorettes, like, are you friends with any of them? And I'm friends with most of them. Have you talked to Becca about your relationship? Yes. I reached out to her before anyone like really knew because I love Becca. Becca is probably one of my favorite bachelorettes just because she's so down to earth. And if you know her off camera, she's so funny and like outgoing. And I don't feel like they showed enough of her sides on on her season. But uh, yes, I reached out and I said, do you think it's weird if I have a crush on your ex-boyfriend, Jason? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she was like, no, I actually could totally see you guys together. He would treat you like a queen. He loves to play games. And that's something I, I'm like a game freak. He's this, this, this. And I was like, okay. And then she was really for it. She's like, as long as you promise we go on double dates. So I was like, okay, she's she's Love fine. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, you went about it the right way. That's like girl code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, as weird and what's the word? Incestual? Is that what the word in, is? Ancestral. Yeah. yeah. As yes. this world is. That's how Vanderpump rules is. Yeah. Yes. Except still, for me. I'm the only really? cast member who hasn't slept with another cast member. Whoa, good for you. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. Uh-huh. It yeah. really is. <laughs> I mean, I've only, you know, I I even know that. That is impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I made sure I talked to Becca first just because I really respect her. But I am friends with so many of the batch, past bachelorettes like... Jojo, Andy. I love Jojo. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. so sweet. Mm-hmm. Andy is spicy, hilarious. Um, Emily, I've, I'm only like friends with her through social media. Okay. Um, but I love Ashley H. I yes. Just, yeah. Uh-huh. I've only met her once, but she's awesome. Really, yeah. really cool girl. Um, and then I'm friends with Trista, obviously the OG. Yes. Um, I remember watching that wedding. That wedding yeah. literally made yes. me want to get married on yeah. reality TV. Mm-hmm. Totally. I was just like that. It was just such like a princess fairy tale It really wedding. was. It was so magical. And I was like so young and in college when that season was airing. Yeah. But it was just always something in the back of my mind. And that's, it was one of the things that after I got divorced, I'm like, I don't think I necessarily got married for all the right reasons, right. which I can admit now. Yeah. But it was like, I really did want that like on camera princess like big wedding and it was someone who I knew since high school who was my best right. friend that it just like it felt right yeah. I was getting everything I wanted but then right. it just went to shit yeah well you know what um, that's called life yeah <laughs> everybody wants the fairy tale everybody yeah. does except for me I'm like eh, fairy well, tale. we both oh, had yeah. it and I feel like now exactly. we're like yeah, I'm good yeah, now like overrated. I'm good. Yeah. overrated yeah like that's yeah. If I ever get married again, cause never say never. Yeah. But like, I'm like destination wedding. Yeah. Like Hawaii tropical. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like the 300 person. Like yeah. no. Oh, that's a lot. Oh yeah. yeah, it was huge. How many bridesmaids did you have? I had eight. I had Whoa. eleven. Whoa. <laughs> Brittany has twelve. Yeah. Whoa. Like yeah. One of the that's something people crazy. at my wedding. That's insane. If I ever did it again, I would just throw a big party and tell everyone like, hey, we're doing this, you know, party at this place at this time and then surprise, get married. Yes, I've thought about uh-huh. that too. So yeah. that, you know, like you, that you only get the people who really want to come totally. to like hang out with you. Totally. I like that. Yeah. 
so you better show up when I tell you it's like a I'll surprise day. Surprise party, I'm like maybe you'll probably be the only married. one that that I'll be like, okay, I need you. Just to don't know. do it on a Bachelor Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt Monday as yeah. well. Yeah, there you go. No, yeah, definitely planted at home on Mondays. Yeah, so. the show is on at the same time. That's but I'm like stupid. I know, but it's like usually like we'll be on air for like a month and then the Bachelor Bachelor okay. will start. Okay, but I just DVR Vanderpump Rules and I watch the Bachelor mm-hmm. Bachelorette priorities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I always feel like because it's such a topic on my podcast that I'm like I'm basically doing research like I'm doing homework like I need to I need to know what's going on that's that's very same with like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills it just started back up my boss Lisa Vanderpump's on it and there have been so many rumors about her this season did she get fired did she quit is she coming back is she on the outs with everyone and now I'm like she doesn't tell me shit yeah so I'm like so curious to like watch the season because I'm like well now I'm finding out all of the things that I've heard and don't know and Wait, I, I need to start watching that too, don't you? That yes. needs to be your next one after Vanderpump, after you get through all of it. And you do need to see all seven seasons because they I feel like all of the drama, even from seasons one and two, still gets like like woven back really? into the stuff now. They'll be like, Well, you did th-, you know. Everybody has a beef and they attention. Do, do they do their little flashbacks? Happen. They sometimes do. They'll sometimes show like a flashback of the oh, guys yeah. from really No, all the seasons. time. And what I like they I don't know if they're gonna if they've done it really this season, but in Vanderpump Rules they started doing the flashbacks in like mostly black and white with like pops mm-hmm. of color. Oh yeah, I saw that. I yeah. like that. that and was cool. it was cool. Yeah. But I don't know if they're doing that this season. I did like that. I like it. But after Vanderpump you have to binge watch Beverly Hills Housewives. Okay, this is a lot, but it's okay. a lot. Okay. You don't have to binge Beverly from the beginning. No, because oh, I can they just start like up. recent seasons. Yeah. Okay. Like you could do last season or just start this season okay. because you'll get enough of the backstory. Okay. Cool. And that cast has changed so much. Like Lisa and Kyle are the only two OGs who are still yeah. on it. Everyone else has come in and out. Camille Grammer's like back, but she hasn't been like a regular on it for years. Yeah. But with the Vanderpump Rules, it's the same original cast with additions. Oh. But everyone who was on the show day one is still on the show season seven. That's so cool. Yeah. So you really see like. Wow. You, people must oh. feel like they really grow with you. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like. They're invested in. Yeah. You. Because yeah. people have been watching us for so long. It's like they feel like they know you. So yeah. like especially when I'm at Sir or Pump mm. or Tom Tom or any of the right. restaurants. Like people just come up and hug me and think. I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah. I'm a hugger. <laughs> I, I prefer to hug that over helps. shake a hand. Yeah. But I'm like, not everyone is as friendly as me. You can't yeah. just go up to a stranger who you watch on a television show and hug them. I know. Or give them like, advice about their life unsolicited. Oh, <laughs> my God. All the time. There was this one woman. I was like, I don't even remember if I was working or if I was just at Sir for dinner. And um, I go over. She says hi. And then she wanted to take a photo. But before the photo, she was like, are you hungry? Like, you <gasps> should. She's like, you're, like, too skinny. Like, you should really eat some more. And I'm like... Oh, no. Um, and you're nice that, to those people? That photo you just wanted, we're not going to take. I'm going to walk away before I say something I regret. Good for you. I walked away. I was just like, I can't believe this bitch said this to my face. Good for you. And she was like, probably like, I don't know, 45, 50 years old. Like, it wasn't like some like, it was like a mom like concerned for like my health. And so about 10 minutes later, her husband comes up to me and he goes, can you go give my wife a cuddle? And Are I'm like, ke- I'm ew, sorry. Oh, I just got the heebie I know. I'm sorry. Gross. A, a cuddle? Ew, ew, And he's ew. like, you know, like, and they were like, Australian. I don't know if a cuddle is a hug in oh. Australia. We'll oh. find out soon. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. I want to I cuddle a koala. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I was like, what do you mean? He's like, can you just like go give her a hug? He's like, you made her cry. She feel, uh, like she feels really bad. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, do you understand how insulting what she just said to me was? And he's like, I don't think she like meant it. And I was like, I'm a bigger person. Like, I'm not yeah. crying over you saying this. It was annoying. Right. So I went back to the table and I go, look, I said, I'm just going to put something in perspective for you. First of all, I eat sometimes five meals a day. Yeah. I eat every day. I struggled with an eating disorder in college. I would never do that to my body again. I work out. I'm a petite human by nature. Yeah. Like I just, this is me as yeah. healthy as I am. I said, would you ever say to a person who's bigger that they should eat less? Right. And she's like, God, no, I would never. I'm like, so why is it okay for you to tell me I should eat more? Insinuating that I have an eating disorder. Right. And she, like, the look in this woman's eyes, she was shook. Because you're telling somebody healthy that they look sick. Yeah. And they look unhealthy and, like, they're doing something. And does she think that if you 
eat a little more of that right when she tells you, oh, okay, thank you for your advice. Yeah, Order I've a quesadilla. Yeah. You're going to miraculously gain <laughs> like 10 pounds. Exactly. But when I put that in perspective for her, she was mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry. I didn't see it that way. And I'm like, that's the thing. It's like body shaming is body shaming no matter how big or small you are. Yeah. And it's like people can fat shame. People can skinny shame. Yeah. To me, it is the same thing. Yeah. I've been... Like I said, I was never fat, but I've been on both spectrums where I've been accused of being anorexic and where I've been told like, oh my God, go to the gym, you and your back fat. Right, so I'm right. like, I see both sides of it, but it's like, it's none of it's okay. Like, no, no. I just, I will never understand it when people think like, oh, well, you're skinny so I can make fun of you because like, I'm not. And it's like, because that's been put into our brains by media and mm-hmm. by the world yeah. that skinny is like, that's, you know, g- all the magazines and Cosmopolitan, oh, eat this and do this to get this skinny body yeah mm-hmm. it's just what people and like think. all of like the fad diets and stuff right. like that like i did the master cleanse and i was like i lost 10 pounds but then it's like you put it back on it's exactly. like you're losing water weight yeah exactly yeah but oh it's just so frustrating to it me is. i talk about it all the time because i just do like, too i do too i get it all the time too yeah it is it's extremely frustrating because i used to get teased in school growing up for being too skinny all the time mm-hmm. and guys would always tell me oh you'd be so much better looking if you put a little meat on your bones Yes. Like, oh yeah. my God. Me too. I was like a bean pole in yeah. eighth grade. I was like yeah. 98 pounds, like five, two, five, three. Yeah. I was just like, I had no butt. I had no boobs. Yeah, like, same. and then I put on weight and then I gained butt and then I gained boobs and then <laughs> I lost it again. Boobs, and so me too. <laughs> and I just, I don't want to buy them. No, like you I could love my small boobs, but I do too. And yeah. like Janet and I, like a year and a half ago, we're both going to get breast implants at around the same time. Yeah. We're like, both single, like going through breakup, going through mm-hmm. divorce, and we're just like, yeah, we're gonna get let's tits get boobs, and like, yeah, let's yeah, do let's it. do it together. And then <laughs> both of us changed our minds. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah. I booked the show in Vegas, so I couldn't because I didn't have the time to get the surgery done and recover yeah. in time for my show. Yeah, she got in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And he's and like, oh my god, it. I'm so happy you didn't do that to your body. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he tells me all the time that he's like, anytime I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go get Botox. He's like, great. Anything you do to your face, I'm gonna do to mine. try to get me not to do it and he's like yeah yeah let's make our lips bigger I'm like oh no "No, I want mine to be bigger you can't do it yeah please he's like well if you want to change your face I'm going to change mine too I'm like I mean this is working I was like this is working I haven't had Botox in a while now that's really uh that's a good what is it called reverse psychology yeah not really but whatever it is yeah (laughs) pretty much yeah yeah yeah. that's funny okay so uh, listen up ladies I don't know if you were her because I know you were sitting out there when uh, Caitlin and I were just talking about how we both froze our eggs. Yeah. And um, I was saying how the hormones didn't really affect me that much because I've been on birth control forever. She hasn't been. Are you, you? I was on birth control for a long time, for like 10 years, but I haven't been for a really long time now. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of uh, Simple Health? I don't think so. What is it? Okay. So it's um, a new sponsor that's going to save you a lot of time and money. So it's called Simple Health. As the name suggests, they are here to make your health care well, simple, starting with online birth control. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know. For no more those... going to the doctor. Exactly. Every... So, yes, it's um, birth control is getting a much needed 21st century upgrade. With Simple Health, you guys can get your birth control prescribed online and delivered to your door. And guess how much it costs? It's free. (laughs) (laughs) So whether you're already on birth control, looking to get back on, or want to try it for the first time, Simple Health will take care of all that for you. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, especially with as much as we've been traveling, I don't always have time to even just stop by the pharmacy. Me either. So it's easy just having it sent to your front door. Absolutely. Never have to worry about refills. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a free delivery option. So you just fill in your pharmacy, any insurance information, they take care of the rest. You never have to wait in line at a pharmacy or even like some people I feel like are even just like embarrassed picking it. Like if you have to buy a pregnancy test or birth control, it's like you don't want to do that in front of strangers. So this takes that all away. I love that. Um, They accept insurance and luckily birth control is free with most insurance plans. So for those without insurance, average cost, I think it's like $18 a month depending on the exact type. But delivery is free. 
Love so, that. Yeah. Um, but I do want to mention that this isn't a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or your gynecologist. You ladies still need to do that once, if not twice a year. But it is the most convenient and comfortable way to get your birth control. Love that. Yes. So don't miss your chance to try the service for free. My listeners get the $20 prescription fee waived by going to simplehealth.com slash Sheena or entering code Sheena at checkout. Again, that is simplehealth.com slash Sheena or just enter code Sheena at checkout. I'm getting it. So, yeah. Anyways, back to you, Caitlin, as we were just saying. So, I obviously, I think I know who your favorite podcast guest has been. I would assume you're dating him now. <laughs> who other than Jason has been like one of your favorite people you've interviewed? Uh, Chris Harrison. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. That would be goals for me. It was so good because, first of all, he's like, a dear friend of mine yeah. and we've remained so close from the show. And so for me, I'm like, I always want people to get the real Chris Harrison, not the like, this is your final rose, like yeah. the, the hand clap. Right. And like, because he doesn't get to really shine on any of these mm-hmm. shows. You know, he can have a little personality on who wants to be a millionaire, but I don't know how like many people were watching that compared to the bachelor or bachelorette and he doesn't get to show it. And so on our podcast, I just got to go, I went to his house. We cracked open like, two bottles of really nice wine and we ended up making a two-part podcast because we sat and chatted for three and a half hours oh wow and it was just like the chris i wanted the world to see still a little you know politically correct because he still is chris harrison yeah but he was people were just like wow it was great to see that side of him yeah yeah does he live here in nashville no he's in la okay He he lives close to the mansion i believe okay gotcha yeah um, but that's one of the things I love too the most about doing a podcast is like this is me yeah. for about an hour yeah. every week, completely unfiltered, unedited. Yeah. Like if you watch the show, you're seeing an edited version yeah. of me. If you actually want to get to know me, listen to, listen to my podcast. Yeah. Follow me on social media. Yeah. Like I Snapchat every day except mm-hmm. today because we were traveling. Are you bi- are you still big on Snapchat? Yes, I love Snapchat. Oh my gosh, I, Snapchat used to be my. Thing. It's still my thing. And I dropped it because I was like, is Snapchat still a thing? Mm-hmm. No, Snapchat filters are still better than Insta stories. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll do a snap, post it on my story on Snapchat, and then save it and upload it to Instagram. Uh. But I don't post as much on Insta stories as I do on Snapchat. So it's like oh. those like loyal fans and followers I have on Snapchat still, they yeah, see they the most of my life. <laughs> yeah, I used to be so, I was like the biggest Snapchat guy you've ever met. Well, maybe you should just get on Cameo and then you can make those yeah. people happy there you go yeah but it really is like i mean sometimes like the things that are requested of me are so annoying like what do they get you like lick your toes so (laughs) last season i may have mentioned how awesome at the time i thought he was my ex yeah and i don't remember telling this story more than once i tend to repeat myself a lot i I blame the weed for that back in the day Oh, i blame the wine but i was like oh my god you guys like literally he hung up a tv in under seven minutes like on the wall like it was so hot and that's so funny somebody tweeted me about that with you yeah yeah so (laughs) that's like one of like the catchphrases i'm known for on the show because then they do this whole montage of me telling the same story like 17 times i was like (laughs) that's that's something i would do i repeat Uh myself all the time oh my god and then on you this, must have thought it was really hot. Yeah, I did at the time. And then on like That's this past hot. week's episode, they had like a montage of me saying his name as like a symphony. It was like, da, 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 da. <laughs> and it was like great editing, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, kind of fucked up. But. Do you like rewatching your episodes? Um, yes and no. Yeah. Yes, because I like seeing like what to fix, like in my interviews, like what looks I like. And okay. so like for the vain parts, yeah, yeah. I like to like see myself to see like what I can do better. Yeah. It's awkward when you see what other people are saying about you behind yeah. your back. Mm-hmm. That's the only part that's kind of hard sometimes because I'm like, wait, we're cool and we're in a good place. And then I see your interview. That would be really hard for me. You're saying how annoying I am and uh. how like this. And I'm just like. But I thought we were friends. That would be really hard for me. Yeah. And then are you even able to call them out like over text? Because then would it not translate into the show? Well, by the time it airs, it's six months later. So you either save it for the reunion that's Mm -hmm. coming up or you can Uh call them out in real time. And sometimes people do it on Twitter. But then it's like, dude, don't don't do it like on social media. Like do it privately but right. at the same time our lives aren't private they right. are public oh, that's so tricky. that gets tricky yeah so I, i've done all of the above right. i don't know what works best but i think saving it for the reunion because no matter how well we're getting along 
after every reunion, yeah. we all do a group dinner. And, like, we oh, still all nice. get together and we're just, like, you know, like, high five. Like, we made great TV. Totally. And it's all that's real. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not scripted, and I right. think that's why the formula of our show works so well because we've all been friends for over a decade that's and so like true. have been through so much together. It's like the ups and downs and everything with you know people screwing each other over, but then making up for it, and then just like there have been so many things that and if relatable you, things, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing; it's like things that normal everyday people go through because that's how we started out and that's how we really still are we just have a bigger platform now and more followers but it's like we're still all just normal basic bitches yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you guys all love each other at the end of the day we do so it's like a dysfunctional family exactly family can't take sides if coming in from the outside like i've learned you can't take sides in arguments if like sheena's beefing with someone i'm like okay if they didn't do something to me, I'm going to stand up for you, but I'm not going to take a side. Yeah. Because then a week later, everybody's made up, and then you are on so a side true. that doesn't even exist That's anymore. That's so true. Yeah. But you That's guys all point. love each other at the end of the day. You guys always come back to each other. You guys yeah, always forgive each other. Usually, like, there was something that was said um, in the episode where we're in acting class. It's my yeah. friend Lala and I. Yeah. And then I see, like, in the scene, like, I think, you know, like, we're like having fun and whatnot and then it goes to her interviews and the scene that we had to do it was like we literally had five seconds to get into character they're like okay sheena you're the boss you're firing lala and then switch Mm -hmm. so we just okay go so me being someone who has acted for most of my life i know if i need to like draw emotion for something to do it based on personal experience I, I thought that's what most skilled actors do. I right. don't know if people don't, but it's like, I can't just be like, cry and like cry. Right. Like I need to get in that mindset yeah. and have something like emotionally affect me yeah. so that I can then put it in the character. Yeah. So in these five seconds I have to get into character, I'm like, I just like start getting emotional. And I was like, I really like, I need this job. Like, please, like I just got divorced and like, I just, I can't go back to waiting tables and da da da. And then flash to her interview and she's, she's like, well, Sheena's so fucking vain. She can't even like act like anyone other than herself like I like to be an actress because I like playing other roles and I like doing this and all she knows how to do is act like herself and I'm like like, that yeah, actually like putting myself in a deep yeah like, tell me emotional how you really feel. state but I was like that Jeez. really hurt my feelings and I said something yeah. to her about it and she was like oh whatever she's like I'm just as vain I'm like but no one says it about you and, right. and then I have the whole audience being like oh yeah Sheena is this because once right. one person says something they all if they everyone like believes her, it yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh that's but so one tricky. fan pointed out they go it's so funny they're like Lala's Saying that Sheena's vain while Lala is wearing a picture of herself on her well, sweatshirt. She, yes. <laughs> yeah, she was wearing a Lala hoodie. Irony. <laughs> yeah. That's but insane. Like, but when, like, things like that, especially, like, someone who I love and care about, like, if something like that is said and hurts yeah. my feelings, I will say something. Yeah. I was just like, dude, like, it's kind of fucked up. And she was just like, oh, whatever. Like, get over it. And she's like, you just oh, make she it. she didn't t- apologize. Right? No, she said that I make it too easy for them. So basically, I'm just like. all while she's wearing her face on, on yeah. Twitter. Wow. <laughs> Such great TV. That is you, like, so good. so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, last season, she, like, had me come into the recording studio. Cause she sings. And she is very talented. She has an yeah. amazing voice. Yeah. She, like, wanted me to do backup vocals on this song. I didn't want to do that. We don't have the same range or anything. But so I do this, like, what I think is, like, a favor. And her producer was like, dude, I love the tone in your voice, blah, blah, blah. Flash to her interview, and she's like, the bitch is tone deaf. (gasps) And I'm like, it was bad. that's so mean. she knows you're going to watch, too. And I saw that while I was on Watch What Happens Live. For the first (gasps) time, it was a preview for next week. And I see that for the first time. I was like... Again, hurting my feelings. Like, that's just mean. That's so mean. Like, you could have been like, yeah, I don't think she was really the right fit for this song. You know, I'm just going to keep... Or we're going for totally different vibes or music, you know? Like, you've said a million times, you're an entertainer. Yeah. Lala is a singer. Like, they're different. Exactly. To each their own. Yeah, but I ended up working with that producer who's doing my entire EP right now. So, it all worked out. Bitch is on tune. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch can't sing. Okay, I have so many questions come in. Okay. Where do I even begin? Um, do you want to go with these Ooh, ones yeah. or ask? Okay, so Ashley Beeman wanted to know what happens to the ring if you break up on after being getting engaged on the. Bachelor's? Does Neil Lane get it back? If um, so it's a two year contract. Okay. So once you got in, once you get engaged, it's two years if you stay together. 
So I still have the ring. Gotcha. No idea what is going to happen there. I haven't even got that far. I just just uh i'm dealing with the house right now yeah <laughs> haven't got there yet oh you guys bought a house together yeah oh yeah wow and i saw in one of the interviews you did you said about his dog oh i can't like that you were talking about getting into character mm-hmm. with like what makes you cry i'm like all i would have to do is think about tucker Aww. yeah because i cry at least once a day missing yeah that dog like I, that the, i always say the dog was like the glue to our relationship for mm-hmm. the last year that was the I was like, same. I can't. Yeah. You same with it. me. Yeah. Like that. I cried more over yeah. Frankie. Like Aww. she was just oh the best dog yeah. ever. Like we cuddled every night. Like yeah. she became my animal. Yeah. And I'm like, that way. was harder. Like, I mean, I was already heartbroken, but yeah. like losing her on top of all of that. And it's like, how do you explain to a dog? Sorry, you're never going to see mom again. I know. Like, it's such a loss. Like it, it. And the fact that you feel like you're already losing like your best friend, yeah. this relationship, and then you have to lose an animal. And it, it feels like they died, but worse because they're just down the street. 100%. Yeah. I lost my cats in my divorce. And uh, I think about them every day. Totally. No, I, I, uh. I get it. I think, I think about Tucker, like every time the, there's a thunderstorm in Nashville, which is a lot, I'm like, oh, Tucker, like, how is he? Cause he shakes uh. during thunderstorms. I'll have dreams that I'm like petting. And I wake up, I'm like petting the pillow beside me. I'm like, oh gosh, I'll just start crying. Yeah. That is so hard for me. Yeah. It's, that dog was my world. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, but so, I, I completely get that. Yeah. Ring was easy. That's yeah. Like, you're oh, like, all right. You can bye. have the ring. <laughs> right. The house. Like, just, yeah. I miss the dog yeah. so much. Are you guys still, like, on good terms? Like, will you stay friends, you think? I think we'll eventually be able to be friends. Yeah. Right now, we we just aren't talking because it's too many it's, too many emotions. Absolutely. Um, whether they're anger or sadness or whatever. It's just too much to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um I think, especially with the dog involved too, like Mm -hmm. if I do talk to him, I'd be like, but can I see the dog? Why not? Um, And then obviously respecting a new relationship. I don't want to go there and, and I don't think he would even want to talk yeah. to me either if, if I didn't want to. But I think eventually, you know, like. Yeah, when enough time has passed, yeah. like mm-hmm. my ex-husband and I are finally like on yeah. good terms. We spoke uh, this past summer. Yeah. We keep in touch. We don't talk regularly. Right. But it's nice to know like we don't like despise no each hate. other. There's yeah. no hate. Yeah. Same with my ex-boyfriend. Finally, after like a year at the end of last year, I was like, look, I don't want to go into 2019, like, harboring these bad feelings I've had for you all year. Like, yeah, yeah you broke my heart. And, like, we met up. We had right. a great talk. I'm like, okay, I think, like, I saw the dog Ugh. a couple of times. I hung out with her. And I was like, I think, like, we can, like, be friends again. Like, I have really? zero feelings for you. I don't love you anymore. I don't even really like you. Wow. But I can try and be your friend again. That's so nice. I can't, I can't imagine. Like, I get... Full-blown anxiety going out in Nashville, just, like, even going to get, like, a salad or a juice or something. Yeah. Like, what if, if I saw Tucker, I, oh I would God. have a full-blown public meltdown. Yeah. Like, I just would. But remember how I told you I was blocked? Yeah. So that friendship was short-lived because then he hears oh right oh yeah so like i'm like hanging out with the dog again we watch football together oh Oh. no no no! i played the song for him we watched a chargers game together me him one of his friends dog frankie my parents like i just had like people over to watch one of the chargers playoffs games and then my mom was like should we play him the song and i was like yeah fuck it like it's not released yet like let's play it so i play it for him and there were like a couple parts in it where i say like we could have been the shit, but all we did was fight. Yeah. That line wasn't about him. The song collectively is about three different people. Okay. So, like, that part of the song, he's like, we didn't fight. I'm like, that part's not about you. Oh. But then when it got to the second verse and he knew that was directly about him, he was yeah. just like, all right. He's like, it's a catchy song. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, congrats. You know, like, it stings a little, but, you know, if that's you getting your feelings out, then, yeah. like, I support you. Yeah. So, fast forward, like, two weeks, he has a friend who he hadn't seen in a while or talked to in a while or whatever who tells him a story about me that's not true and instead of getting my side of the story completely again shuts down cuts off communication with me was checking on me throughout every day of the hormone shots and then the day I have the retrieval like didn't even check on me no way and like now I'm blocked now he's posting shady shit and I'm like you didn't even wait to hear what I had to say about this situation. Yeah, just got defensive. And so now I've lost the dog again. 
<laughs> I see. I don't think I could go through that I kind know. of pain. Losing the dog twice. I th- I've thought about that too. Like, oh, maybe we could be friends. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I could even handle seeing the dog again yeah. and knowing I could potentially lose him again. Oh, girl. No, it was mm-hmm. so hard. And like, That's I rough. almost, when we were broken up, we almost like both lost her. She got attacked by coyotes <gasps> and her throat was no. ripped open. She had all these like surgeries. No. Like she lost all this weight. And like, mm-hmm. it was like, I already thought like, I, it's like I've lost this dog so many times and then yeah. we finally get back in a good yeah. place and like now I'm blocked oh, because of a story a friend told you. And is the friend like even obviously not reliable but is close to him? But I'm like this this scenario that he's telling him took place like 10 months ago. I'm like, well, some good friend to bring it up now. Wow. Like now that we're talking again, you're like, just so you should know, Sheena did this in Vegas. And I'm like, actually, that's not what I did in Vegas. What I did was Why do this. people like to do that? I don't know. I still don't know when I haven't had a conversation with this person because I'm just like, you know what? Is it Not even worth, worth it? it. Yeah, like, no, no. I've moved on. I have no emotions or feelings for him anymore towards yeah. him. Like, there will be songs that will come on and, like, kind of trigger me and I'll get a little sad. Yeah. But also, like, him and I had a 13-year, like, friendship. And so to lose a relationship, a friendship, and a dog, like, That's that was a, a lot. lot. That is a lot. Yeah. I mean, I only think of three and a half years. I can't imagine adding 10 to that. Like, yeah. I can't. That's that's heavy. Yeah. So, anyway, that on to some <laughs> fan questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. Olive underscore Feli. Feli. Wants to know, what's your current status? Well, I mean, I guess we already talked about this, so never mind. What? Current status with Jason is amazing. So oh, Yeah, it's just yeah. good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey underscore Meg wants to know any bachelor secrets you can spill. What's it like after the final rose? Like, is there crazy contracts or? Yeah, any- contracts are crazy. Um, like after I always tell the story, it's so funny because I really when I when I went on the show and to when I got engaged, I probably spent a total of like including the fantasy suite dates. Nine hours with Sean. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't realize how little it was. That's yeah. Because think of how many other guys there are, yeah. how short of a period of time you really are there. Yeah. And yeah. The dates are very quick and I feel like they knew it was very obvious between us, so they cut our time down. Yeah. Um the overnight was end- I mean maybe like 5 hours, but it's crazy. So that's something I think people would find wild. So when we did get engaged, I was like, man, I hope this guy doesn't have, like, a girlfriend back home. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? So then we go, and all of a sudden, cameras are off, and we go back to this house that they have us stay at. And I was like, you know, we spend two days, like, finally getting to know each other. Then I had to leave to go to a photo shoot, and he was going back home, and we finally got our phones back. And he looks at me and goes, wait, what's your phone number? Oh, my and I'm gosh. Like, right? Wow. You That's have your fiancé's phone number. Right. So you barely know the person and you're just going off what they're acting like in this really manipulated situation. And then you don't even have their phone number. I can't imagine, wow. too, like, watching it back and just, like, seeing all of the things that go on in the house. Or, yeah. like, like I wonder what Colton's thinking this season. Like, seeing the things the girls are saying in the house but then saying to his face. And, like, that's got to be, especially because you've been on both sides of it. Yeah. Like, how is that seeing it back what people are yeah. saying? Yeah. That's the craziest part, too, because you think you know somebody and then you watch it back and you have so many questions, but you're like, well, I already I'm done with that. So yeah. you have to like it's just a time warp. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like I will say that and this is a crazy statement, but um, knowing Jason for the first month that I knew him, I got to know him more than any of those guys on that show, like in in three months Mm -hmm. like like probably three weeks I got to know Jason more than I would have got to know those guys in three months yeah like I know you move really quickly on the show and you you meet the parents and you do but the amount of time I can just like have actual conversation about life and what you want out of life with with Jason now just over the phone or um, FaceTime or in real life like we just have such deep conversations about life yeah and i'm like well i already feel like i know you so well right yeah and it's like one of those things like when you know you know it is pretty crazy because again like i said i didn't think i'd meet somebody that quickly mm-hmm. and it blows my mind how compatible we are like I, so many things have happened that we both just kind of are taken back by yeah. like whoa 
But it's like, what are you supposed to do? Be like, oh, it's too soon. Enough time hasn't passed. That, right. Like, we're going to not do this. Like, yeah. And, and I mean, I understand that it's hard for the other person. And I would be, you know, I would find it hard if, if Sean had moved on. But yeah. the thing is, at the end of the day, I hope we just want each other to be happy and know that deep down that wasn't <clears throat> that relationship wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So what what timeline, you know, whose timeline is what I, it doesn't matter. It's it's just about yeah. doing what's right for yourself at this point. Definitely. Yeah. Do you have any predictions for how Colton's season's going to end and who do you think would be the next best bachelorette? Well, Colton's season, I know they're all saying like we've never seen anything like this. So I want to know why he jumps over the fence. Probably just to get the hell away That's from That's what producers. he said. He said he wanted to get away from like Chris and everyone. But yeah. I'm like, but what triggered that moment? Like sometimes you're just so done. Like they could have recorded a moment of mine where I was just so done and ran away from them, but they didn't. Like yeah. I just got like, Colton did what everyone else has done. They just were like, hmm, let's make a thing that out of this. Impressive. This I was like, I've never seen anything like that. That was it really was impressive. Yeah. It really was. Uh so yeah, I don't know what to predict because it kind of leaves me with not a lot to choose from because they're saying it's unlike anything that's ever happened. I'm like, okay, well, we've had someone not propose, Juan Pablo. Yeah. We've had someone not pick anyone, Brad. Mm -hmm. We've had someone, you know, we've had someone pick someone and then go back to the other person twice. Had someone tell both the girls he loves them. We've had it all. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm lost. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the girls remaining or any who have went home, who do you think would be the best bachelorette? I know you asked me this, but who yeah. do you think? Well, I'm trying to still think because I don't know if I see. I'm not connected to anyone this season yet, yeah. which is crazy because we're going into hometowns, hometowns. And somehow I still don't feel connected to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like Hannah G is the most quiet human being I've ever seen on that show. She yeah. just doesn't say a word. And if she does, we don't see it. She's just soups cute. <laughs> um, Hannah B has like a lot of personality but I don't know if that would be like uh, I don't know if she'd be like an appealing bachelorette I to the so. guys yeah um Kaylin I worry about her and her story um and and That's ABC it. yeah navigating that with what she's gone through um That's a good point. Cassie I could see as the bachelorette. I think she would be she would be She's gorgeous. She seems like she has personality. She, I love that she's just so, like, she seems chill. Mm hmm She kind of reminds me of maybe, like, Allie, Bachelorette. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, I could see that. Yeah. Her being good. And then Taysha. I'm like, I did, I don't like the Taysha, like, throwing people under the bus. Yeah. And I wonder if there's any context to that, but... She was in my top runnings until that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I really liked her up yeah. until that moment. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, no. Yeah. Not a fan. So other than that, I'm like, who could they bring back from another season? Right? I don't know. Or don't they know. just like, you know, completely go outside of the Bachelor franchise and make me the next Bachelorette. Oh, why don't... Would you do that? I yes. absolutely would. Oh, I like literally like is something that I like say all the time. Really? Yeah. She puts it in the universe. I she can't. Wants it to I back. campaign for me for the Bachelorette all the time. It's really hard. Yeah. I mean. I mean, you do seem like yes. you have thick skin and like you can do it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm good at dating multiple people at once. <laughs> See, I thought I would be. I thought I would be. I was like, oh, this is going to be right up my alley. Yeah. And then after like week two, I was like, oh, God, I got to I know. I'm like, I already do this. I've had my share of Bachelorette rejects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll tell you about another one off yes. air. He doesn't get any airtime yeah, on my show. Yeah, don't give him that. Don't give him that. Um, okay, so other than your podcast, what else do you have going on right now? Yeah, so I have a, a scrunchie line. That I'm, Wait, we I were just, just talking this. about that. Oh, yeah. Sheena was getting ready. She's like, where's, where's my scrunchie? My scrunchie? Like, wear that to the podcast. She oh, my gosh, I would have brought you one. Yeah, I found it. But I would have brought you one. I'll send you some. Okay. Give me your um, address after I this because I'll send you some of my scrunchies. I'm very passionate about them. I love I'm them. I'm not going to lie and not to toot my own horn, but our branding on Instagram is so fun. Like every time I see the Instagram, I'm like, yes. Like it's so much fun. We It's to us. It's like it is a product that we're trying to sell. But at the same time, it's like all these girls coming together. We call it the scrunchy gang. Everyone's like love part that. of it. It's so I love that. great. What's your Instagram handle for it? Um, do edit. D-E-W-E-D-I-T. Everyone thinks it's dude it, but it's do edit. We have different edits that come out all the time. Um, we have a spring one coming up really soon. We're launching. We already launched a festival collection for like Coachella and all these Ooh. things. So we still have some left for that. Um, and then I also am coming out with my own wine label in April. Hell yeah. As you need to. I can't believe it's taken me right? this long. But I would have thought you already had one. I know. It's called Spade and Sparrows and it's, I've Ooh. tried the wine. We've, we've narrowed it down. It's 
actually amazing. Love that. I mean, I have to say that, but also I mean it. Yeah. I mean it. Um, So yeah, Scrunchies Wine, my podcast, and I'm doing a live podcast tour coming up. Yes, that'll be so fun. It'll be on my website. I want to do something like that. Well, I can't believe you haven't. Yeah. I mean, this is like my first time that I've ever done podcast outside of the studio in Beverly Hills. I just did oh, one really? in Vegas this past weekend. Yeah. Now I'm here. We're going to do one in Australia. So it's oh, like, yeah. this is all very new to me. I'm like, I have like my podcast one bubble. I have yes. my studio. I have yeah. my producer in the booth. Like yeah. she um, co-hosts most episodes with me. My mom's always there. That's so it's awesome. like, I've gotten in this routine for the yeah. past year. When I was doing the show in Vegas, every Tuesday night, I flew to LA. I would do my podcast Wednesday. I'd fly back Thursday Little do the hustler. show. Mm-hmm. And so that was like my routine. And so yeah. now I'm like, I want to like, kind of expand this and yeah. take it to other cities because not everyone lives in LA and there are people I want to interview in other cities too. It's so. so fun to have a live audience too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're That's doing Boston. Are you doing any other live cities? Yeah. So I'm doing Calgary, Alberta, which is like two hours from where I grew up. Awesome. Uh-huh. Toronto. Then I'm going Chicago, um, Boston and New York and then might add on Denver. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone can find it on my website. If the Boston dates don't work out, I'm down for any of the other ones. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to keep in touch with you. We're going to figure something out. Yes. What's your website where they can get tour dates? CaitlinBristow.com. Boom. Well, thanks for doing some shenanigans with us. This is fun. Thanks for having me. Yes. (laughs) All right. We're going to go enjoy Nashville. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fun and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. New to Podcast One, it's Mama Said with actress Jamie Lynn Sigler and musician Jenna Paris. We want to create a community for you all to just not feel alone, to feel heard, and to hear a curse word every once in a while because who wants to listen to Elmo all the time? So that's why we're here, a no judgment zone to get real about the pretty and the shitty of motherhood. Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna starts February 6th on PodcastOne.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.